10 past 8, Virgin Radio 104.4, morning uh, here on the Chris Fade Show. Uh, a lot of you have been asking me over Instagram and <laughs> the messages I've received over the last 24 hours is, how's my finger? Like, um, fingers, My finger's doing all right. I cut it on a piece of metal two days ago and thankfully- Don't say it's a piece of metal. Say it, it's a wand it was that a, it, is supposed to explode into a weapon. It, it was a magic wand that I bought from Amazon. <laughs> it didn't really work well. Um, and anyway, I sliced about- Probably, I want to say, 13% of my fingernail off. Uh, thank you to Love and Dubai for doing an article on it. I think oh, that was really geez. cool. They were really following the top stories, and I appreciate you. Thank you for the messages coming in as well. So I'm, I'm uh, battling this as, as I go every single day, and, and there's a bit of audio here from yesterday I've been told that, that, that I want to hear. Let's have a listen. For you all right now, I'm revealing for the first time ever in the history of... The world, my sliced finger from what I bought. Sliced finger. I mean, yeah, a little piece of your nail is missing, but it's not that bad. It's okay, Chris. You'll be okay. You'll be all right. So that was the moment that I sort of showed you how my finger looked. Um, Uh. Now, since then, we actually have a guest in studio, and Pretty and Rossi, you both sort of have have ambushed me. Yeah, I think what you need to do is, you know, take the band-aid off and show it to Jessica. You can see Jessica. I don't, I don't know if you're ready to see this. Jessica, first of all, welcome Thank to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining us. You sent uh, uh, words of motivation to Chris yesterday on inst- uh, on our show, didn't you? I did. I was concerned. I was doing the school drop-off, and yeah. I heard Chris talking about it. And I was about to send a message, but I thought, no, I'll just I'll let it go. And then after I dropped my daughter off and spoke to a few mums and came back, you guys were still talking about it. So I thought that I... <laughs> you know, the country wanted to hear it. wasn't so, me. Yeah. No, no. Jessica, we had 45 yes. minutes on the finger. <laughs> so just this is the message in case you missed it. This is what Jessica sent in. She said, listening to you talk about your sore finger, trust me when I say you'll be fine. I have one arm, just dropped my daughter to school while carrying my one and a half year old son while 35 weeks pregnant. You've got this. With a little <laughs> wink emoji. So just to give you a little bit of a reality check, put things in perspective, Jessica is here. Thanks for bringing her in. I'll show you my finger, Jess. Please do. Just, I'm I, so I concerned. Think, I think you need to see it. <laughs> you know, oh. And then you can... It looks sore. Oh, it's really hard taking this band-aid off. <laughs> just rip it off. Yeah, I mean, that does look very sore and swollen, so I feel for you. Yeah, it's, nope. a, it's a pretty bad fingernail. Um, <laughs> it's about 13% of the nail's gone. Chris, that's how your nails look <laughs> when you bite it. That's exactly how it looks when you bite your nails. Um, listen, it's, this is not about me. This is about people who are concerned. Reza, good morning. Good morning, Chris. Mate, how I'm can I... What's so up? I'm worried. I had to call you. How's your finger? Thank oh. you so much. You, were you you had trouble sleeping last night, they told me. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't sleep. I was thinking think about your finger all night. Reza, <laughs> thank you so Reza? much. Okay, that's thank enough. Thank you so much, thank Reza. Thank you, Reza. Um, yeah. I'm doing all right. Now, Jessica, you're, you're in studio. Jessica Smith, thank you for taking the time. I know you're very busy. No, thank you, you for having me. You have, you have uh, two children and one on the way. Yes. You're 35 weeks pregnant as we speak. Yes. And you were born with only one arm? Yeah, so I was born missing my arm, and I actually have no idea why. The doctors have no explanation. So I suppose growing up that was a little bit, you know, Disconcerting, not sort of understanding why that happened. Why to me. that? You, why? Yeah. Why you weren't born with an arm? Yeah, but 
now, sort of after everything I've been through in life, I've just learned how to do things my own way. And, uh, you know, it's obviously different to how other people do things, mm-hmm. but it's my normal. And I'm often asked, you know, how do I do things with one arm? But it's a really unusual question for me to answer because I don't know how to do things with two hands. You That's know? all you know. Yeah, right? exactly. Wow. I get yeah. that. I get that. Yeah. And, and with my finger, when, oh, when I can't. God. Chris. We're really honestly. Chris, I, think it's time, I think it's time you give up on your finger. Yeah, Can time. we please just stop talking about it? Focus Jessica. on this amazing okay. woman who's in studio with us. Thank I, you. I will. I will stop talking about my finger just in this moment. I understand now, Jessica. No. If you can hang out, because I would really like to talk to you. I would love to. Uh, and I want to really because it's got here that you actually were in the Olympics as well at some stage. The, yes, that, that's a, that's amazing. All right, uh, guys. Even though I'm getting a lot of messages about my finger, I think it's- I just want to stop for a moment. I don't want it to be about me. I don't like when things are about me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Why are you guys laughing? Everyone's laughing. When I say that. Uh, do you recall the moments that you realise at what age you were that you only had the one arm that you were different? I think probably when I first went to school. I have three younger brothers and. You know, growing up with them, I'd never really felt different. But certainly once I entered school and other kids were identifying, you know, like, oh, that girl's got one arm. And so I realized then, okay, yeah, I am different to the other kids. And I don't think it really hit me until I was a teenager, Hmm. you know, because everyone goes through, you know, that adolescent phase, a really awkward phase of wanting to feel like they fit in, feel like they're popular. And that's when I was really aware that I didn't fit societal's beauty norms um, and that I was different and I just wanted to be like everybody else, Mm -hmm. you know, and and feel normal. But it took a long time really for me to realise that I had to be comfortable with the things that I couldn't control about my body. And unfortunately to get to that place, you know, there was uh, quite a few years of – low self-esteem, eating Mm. disorders and just struggling to really come to terms with my identity because it just didn't seem fair. But it's funny because people now will ask if I had the chance to have two arms, would I do that? And no, definitely not because... I think all the opportunities that have come my way in my life have been because of the fact that I've got one arm. Like I wouldn't be sitting here with you guys if I had two. So it's about seeing um, the possibilities that come from disability. Looking at the positives of of, of a situation, I guess, is really important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you, You said that you had an eating disorder. Uh, but it also says here that from the age of 13 to 21, you were representing Australia in the Paralympic Games in swimming. Yes. So it was a really difficult time because even though I was representing my country, wearing the green and gold very proudly, getting to travel the world um, and, you know, win medals and break records mm-hmm. and be at the top of my career in in this in the pool I was still really struggling with the fact that I looked different and I convinced myself that if I could change what I could control about my body so if I could lose a little bit of weight maybe then people would see past my imperfections and maybe then I'd be accepted maybe then I'd feel happy you know because I had nothing to compare myself to you I wasn't represented in mainstream media you know you don't see disability represented and so for me it just sent a really powerful and clear message that I was different and at every turn I was told I wasn't good enough I wasn't pretty enough I wasn't smart enough strong enough and so that's a lot to take on when you're a young person you know wow but yeah, I'm I'm grateful for all of those experiences now because it certainly builds that level of resilience and I've been able to adapt and I think that's where, you know, 
coming to to new environments, being a mom, going into different phases of my life. You know, I've been able to to learn so much from, you know, I suppose how I've been born and what I've been able to to offer in contrast to what the rest of society believes I can offer. Offer. Now, obviously, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said everyone goes through that period of self-doubt, self-esteem issues. Like, I was the same as well. What would you say to yourself or to anyone who's listening right now who may be going through that? Because I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with, especially with social media today. Because obviously now you're in a stronger place, you're a better place, you're able to say, you got to accept your changes. But at the time, now, what would you tell your 13-year-old self? Absolutely, it is. It's so hard. I think I would go back and just remind myself to be kinder to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Mm-hmm. Probably to the young kids of today, let them know that in regards to social media, they don't have to follow everyone. If there's accounts that are making them feel, you know, bad about themselves or making them feel as though, you know, they're not uh, living up to expectations of what society says, then it's really easy to unfollow somebody. And I think there's a lot of power in that. And I think we have to teach our kids that, you know the the environment that we have around us needs to be not toxic and we have the power to choose that and i mean it is very hard like i didn't have social media growing up and i you know dread to think of the the harmful impact that would have had had i Mm. had those you know that you know constant bombardment of messages and images about you know perfection so i think it's just reminding kids and and you know boys as well that you know self-respect is 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 paramount to how you know we're going to be able to live and conduct our life but just making sure that the people we have around us are people that are empowering us to to be who we are and to be comfortable with with the way that we look love it jessica smith in studio born without her left arm represented australia in the olympics she's telling us a bit about her story uh this all stems from me cutting my my index finger i never want to hear about about your index (laughs) finger again how'd you feel now See, so you're gonna you're gonna be a mummer of three very very soon. Are you ready for it? The third one? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Life's ever about ready? To get very hectic. Yeah. Um, you you you've got you were born with the one arm. Doctors still don't know to this day why you were born with one arm. It, it just it just happened, right? Yeah, just just one of those things. I mean, I'm sure now there might be you know medical reasons as mm. to why what they suspect, but certainly back then. Can I ask, having a child, for example, how how easy or difficult is it? With one arm and and growing up uh, as a child, you've just adapted, obviously, because that's all you knew. Is that right? Exactly, exactly. So, so many things that people take for granted can often be a challenge for me, especially anything that's like child lock. So, getting you know the kids into the car seat. Right. Um, so you you can get the kids into the car seat. No no yeah, no issues. Yeah, no issues. No issues. <laughs> it got, can be difficult. I've got my, I've got two hands, and I find that yeah. hard. Yeah. I remember trying to yeah. put the kids, and you got to turn it, and then you lock it. Yes. Yeah, your back hurts. Yeah, there's so like, many oh. different contraptions. Um, but again, like you just said, Chris, like, I've had to find my own way of doing things and had to adapt. So because I didn't go through a trauma of losing my arm or hurting my finger, um, okay. I, ha- <laughs> I haven't had to get used to you a new, a new yeah. way of doing okay. things. Right. Um, you know, so my way of doing things is the only way that I know. So it is normal for me. But having said that, of course, there's times where it is difficult. You know, if I've got a child in one hand, I'm trying to push a pram and have a coffee. Like, it's impossible. And that's, like, really paramount when you're what, a mom, what, to What's be- <laughs> one of the most difficult things you have to do, like, that you, even till today, you find it a little harder? Uh, is there anything that you just... Frustrates uh, you. Frustrates me... Yeah, probably. 
I mean, changing a nappy, you've got down... Changing a nappy, you- once your child starts to move and is like crawling or on the run, that is very difficult. And I've had, you know, flying international and trying to do it in those tiny little right. cubicles. Oh it gosh. can be a nightmare. Yeah. Um, but again, I, you just have to get through it, you know, and there's, there's no other way. There's no other option. And so because of that, and because I think my parents had the mindset that they never felt sorry for me. So it was good. Like you have to just, you know, the world doesn't owe you anything. Yep. You have to take the opportunities that come your way. And I, I, like I mentioned before, growing up with three younger brothers, it was an opportunity for me to use my body and prove to the world physically that I didn't have to be limited by the way that I looked so and good. by my appearance. So, you know, climbing trees, having like fights with my brothers, you know, anything that they were doing, I was doing as well. And because of that, I've never really seen challenge first it's always been you know how can I do this it's going to be different to how other people do it but I'm going to find my own way so things like tying shoelaces and you know doing my hair because uh, I couldn't do a man bun yesterday with my finger no and you can you can yeah I just did my hair then with, you just get that done yeah yeah, Chris. <laughs> I'm just. I'm really. I I'm don't want to hear real. about your finger again. Okay, I just. You know, I'm. I'm you know, I want to. I want to. Anyway, can I ask? Do people try to help you sometimes? Who think? Oh, like even when you put your headphones on there, I saw Rossi yeah. like. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna put the headphones on for her, and you were just like, start <laughs> done, bang. And I was yeah. like, okay, I'll be over here then. I think you know everyone has good intentions, and as you know, I, I'm in my 30s now, and I appreciate that people are only trying to to offer help. And yeah. Sometimes yeah. when I was young. I took offense and thought that, you know, people were being condescending and they yeah. thought that I couldn't mm-hmm. do things. Yeah. But to the flip side of that is that my realization in that people only know what they know and what they've been experienced to, what they understand. And so when disability is something that you don't see very often and you're not used to it, it can be confronting and it can be uncomfortable because you don't know the right way to talk to people, Mm. you know. And having said that, there is no right way to talk to people, you know. And so I'm always happy if people ask first. Yeah, just straight out. You know, can I help you? Can I offer help? And most of the time I'm like, no, I'm I'm fine. But for other people, they haven't seen somebody with one arm, you know, wrangling, you know, two kids, being pregnant. Right, yeah. And so it doesn't... Does like look a bit awkward. Like, what what can I do to help you? And I'm like, actually, no, I'm I'm totally fine. And I think coming here in the year of tolerance has been really really interesting because I'm sensing this like genuine curiosity of people here in the UAE wanting to learn more and expand their mm. knowledge and horizon when it comes to things like difference and disability. And so being somebody who is you know at the malls on the streets, um, I'm feeling. A lot more eyes sort of look at me, yeah. but I'm happy to be that person so that I can educate and show people that there's nothing wrong with disability mm. or difference. You know, 100%. it's just a different a different way of doing things. Yeah. And and kids in particular are so amazing at just stating what they see. So you know, it, just yesterday walking into school pickup, you know, I heard a young boy say, "Oh, that that lady's only got one arm," and you hear parents say, "Shh, you know, don't bring attention to it." But when you do that. It means it's like wrong. Yeah, don't. exactly. Yeah. We're sending a powerful message that yeah. you know you don't don't talk about disability. You know that could be disrespectful. But my message would be just to to ask the question. You know, and and to also to say to our kids, yes, just state the facts. That lady does have one arm. I don't know what happened to her. You know, if we yeah, get the opportunity, yeah. we can go and ask her. And I think once we do that, it, mm. it helps break down the barriers and the stigma for sure. Real, real quickly, uh, two questions. We're running out of time here. Can you drive? Yes. You drive? Yes, automatic, yes. Awesome. Uh, second thing, Cameron Diaz, she interviewed you. Yes, so uh, I've been doing a lot of work over the last few years with um, promoting positive body image and talking to young 
children and also adolescents about okay. positive body image. And so through that, through my blog and through a lot of the talks that I do, she got in contact wow. and asked me to be interviewed for her body book, which was released. Cool. Unbelievable. Yeah, Listen, yeah. We're so, she, only, she only came to the UAE with her family like, uh, what, seven, eight months ago. Jessica Smith, you can get her on Instagram, Jessica Smith 27 Jessica Smith 27 uh, We'll also tag her on our posts. Thank you so much. You know what? I'm so happy that I cut my finger because if I never, <laughs> if I'd never cut my finger, that's yeah. true. We See? would have never had exactly. you in the studio. Exactly. Um, you're an absolute <laughs> superstar. Keep doing what you're doing. Jessica Smith, give her a big round of applause. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah.